We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast is presented to you by Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Make sure you check them out again on Sunday. The baller is back. It's $200,000 and a nice $10 buy-in price point. Remember, if you like to mass multi-enter, you can do it. 150 lineups, and you can build them right on Lineup HQ at rotogrinders.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. It's also a simulcast on the Roto Grinders Podcast Network. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, first of all, my name's Davis Maddox. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddox. This is probably not going to be a very good show for you guys because I won, but Sammy and May didn't. And uh, I just, I actually think this is the worst possible recipe for a show. Because I think it's just me being annoying, Nate wanting to not take zero L's, just like, he's like, he's not willing to hold them, he's not willing to take them, he's not willing to do anything with them, uh, and then and then Sammy's just going to be like, oh, bro, I'm just trying to go to bed, I'm not trying to deal. So, uh, Nate, how are you doing, buddy? How are you feeling? Uh, faded Christian Kirk, not great. All three, all three of these donkeys sitting in this uh, this room right now did not play Christian Kirk. I mean, this, this, I, this whole day can just eat my butthole, bro. And this is peak obnoxious Matic. I just can't deal right now. This Dude, is I'm the, not even doing anything. This is this yeah. has literally become like okay, losing a week in NFL DFS used to be an emotion, like something I was comfortable with. I mean, this is probably my fifth year. How, how many years have we played? Feels this feels new, like feels like yeah. fifty years, bro. Yeah, this yeah, feels new, like, feels like I've been doing this since I was born. But this new thing of like knowing you're going to come on a podcast and like have to deal with Davis winning is the oh, most... I can't imagine. Oh, I mean, so, you, it's so bad. Like you guys can't see the video, but Davis is sitting here and he's got his hands like behind his head. He's just leaning back, just resting, just like no, no. You guys been do texting Nate, just like him on the on the text thread. I mean, this is just. Oh, it's so awful. This is unbearable right now. Now, you guys do realize that I, I punted off like uh, like three used cars, just like and, – and, and complete just yeah, for I'm nothing but the – I'm on you on the season. I know oh, that big for time. sure. I know I'm more profitable. It's just at the end of the day, the tilt <laughs> right now is killing Nate, I'll me. be honest. These people, these bad DFS players keep giving me so many 1Ks. That, that, might, we, that might swing. Send yeah. them a couple – send some invites my way. Folks. Davis, Davis is going to have like a 40% head-to-head win rate and crush us in our and, and just be cru- And just be crushing on the year because uh, I, got a, I got a head-to-head game today for, uh, for a thousand American dollars in which Cooper Cup was played in the flex. And um, the, the guy opted to play Devin Singletary over Ronald Jones or Damian Williams, which, um, I mean, I don't know. Devin Singletary, I think I probably would have had to have played about 3,000 lineups to get into – a range where I would have started considering Damon's, uh, whatever his name is, Devin Singletary. So, um, what, 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 how did it go wrong, Nate? I just, where, what, 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 you're sitting there before Locke and you're going, you know what this slate needs? A fourth wide receiver. Just break, <laughs> just, just break Davis it down. Couldn't, Davis couldn't wait. He just like wants you to talk about this lineup right away. Davis. I don't understand why you can't get it through your skull that like fading a, a position 
that everybody felt was thin is not a bad move. It, so it was thin until the Damien stuff, and then it was not thin. It was still thin. It was still thin. Every single bro. player played one of David Montgomery, Ronald Jones, or Devin Singletary in cash games this week. Every single Ooh. person no. played Devin thin Singletary should not have been in anyone's player pool. I guarantee you almost any cash game you okay, look at had one of these three running let's, backs. Yo, let's let's back it up a minute. Let's talk about the plays we were considering, and then we'll talk about our exact lineups because I, I agree. I thought running back I will, I, I will say this week I was considering so many dudes. Yeah. I, okay, I, so the fact that you can't get it through your head that, like, three running backs is the lock, three running backs is the lock, even <laughs> no matter how thin the pool is. Oh, Nate, like, this is very so mentally tilted. weak of you right now. <laughs> no, it's so tilted to me. Like, wide receivers is what made your lineups this week. <sighs> Why would you not want one of – Definitely you should have played um... – Christian Kirk over Devin Singletary, if that was something you were thinking of. I definitely had him projected for more points than Devin no, I mean, Singletary. I, I played Sammy Watkins over, over Christian Kirk. That's why I lost, because I'm a fish. Uh, so here's the thing. This is None of us did this, which was a mistake that many people made. None of us played Christian McCaffrey. None of us played Alvin Kamara. And none of us played Saquon Barkley. And let me tell you – if any of us had played any of those three players, well, actually, no, probably we play Christian Kirk if we have CMC, though, and it's probably a print fest. But uh, if we had played Alvin Kamara or Saquon Barkley, this this show would be very different because we would be talking about, like, I mean, what did Kamara get, like, six DK points? Barkley got, like, two. Like, I, like David Montgomery beat both of them, I'm pretty sure. No, nah, Kamara had more, like, more Kamara than Kamara had, like, 14, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, so, well, so, here's, so, here, so here's the thing. Me and you, Davis, we had basically the same lineup except for a 2v2 with tight end and defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, really going into this morning, I hated every running back choice there was. I hated yeah. Alvin Kamara. I didn't think that him splitting work, even though the matchup was good, like him splitting work with Latavius Murray for 8.2K was a good value spot. Jalen Samuels splitting work for 6.3K not good. Devin Singletary splitting work with Frank Gore. I actually didn't think it was awful, but I wasn't playing him in cash. I didn't like any third running back. And that's saying that Ronald Jones and David Montgomery were locks, which is just like craziness. Mm -hmm. Um, And David Montgomery super bad, but I I guess I get the case that Nate, that Nate made that he just didn't want to deal with a third running back. Uh, except that Damian Williams ended up opening up and then it was probably bad not to do that. Here's, so overall, here was my thinking all week. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara were all like, I mean, Christian McCaffrey was 10-5 and you have guys like Michael Thomas that are $2,000 less than him. And I think a lot of people still remember the days where we used to pay 10K and up for running backs, but that was back when wide receivers were also 9.5 and above. The reality is Michael Thomas being at 8.3 to take the 2.2 discount on Michael Thomas. It was like a no brainer uh, when you have, Easy. when you have Mike, Completely, Evans, Chris, yeah. when you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin at three K less than Christian McCaffrey and 1.9 K less than guys like Saquon and, and, and Kamara, you just, the, the overall running back position was priced way up. I mean, Samuel's got, what, a 2.3K hike this week? Yeah, huge While guys hike. like Godwin, all these wide receiver values. Yeah, but there were – I mean, to say there were not good cheap running back plays is disingenuous, though. Like what? I mean, like Damian. And, like, I guess I was different on Ronald Jones and you guys. I thought Ronald Jones was a lock. And then you guys like David Montgomery. Yeah, no, and I, then I, I, the I, never, I never did not have Ronald Jones. Like, I didn't love him, but – so he was, he was never for me, I ranked him. For me, I ranked him. David Montgomery was number one. Ronald Jones was number two. Damian Williams was number three. So I totally agree with you that had Lashawn McCoy not been inactive, I probably would actually not have made fun of you at all for playing four wide receivers. But like with Damian there, I just like I've just never seen such a, a layup of a play. He got twenty four touches with Patrick Mahomes, like. You can't tell me after the way that that played out that you think that you like even even disregarding that Kirk got forty. You can't tell me after seeing all those touches that you think that that was right. The fact that I went to Sammy 
over no, I'm just him saying was the mistake. If I would have gone I mean, when you looked at the five K wide receivers compared to Damian Williams at four nine, I don't think a combination of David Montgomery, Ronald Jones, and Damian Williams all have a higher floor than those five K wide receivers that we were looking at, which was Watkins, uh, DJ Moore, Christian or uh, Samuel and uh, and Kirk. I mean, those guys are. All, I mean, we just like, had Damian projected for like a bunch of points, like yeah, a lot so of points. He got, he at, got nineteen. Yeah. He got nineteen carries and five targets on a team that scored thirty-two points. Frankly, Damian Williams ran pretty bad. Yeah, like Frank, like, like he should have broken the whole slate. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's actually pretty awful that he ran as bad as he did. He also he, he, he also points. had a couple. He had at least like four points taken away from penalties too. Uh, I'm so tilted. I'm I I'm so steamed about everything because, dude, I, I I like basically broke even. I was like just below even, and if I had like one to two more points, I yeah, you just needed like a catch. That's it. I needed one catch, like somewhere, or Damian Williams not to lose a fumble, or Mike Gesicki not to lose a fumble. I just this this day sucks, bro. I'm 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 tilted. Davis, I have a serious question. What was Sammy Watkins, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore projected for on Daily Roto versus Damian Williams? Damian was projected for right over 15. Christian Kirk, 15.2. DJ Moore, 14.7. Sammy Watkins, 14.4. So, like, they're right there in the range of outcomes from a median projection. Um, And I think when you consider – I'll just always take the running back if they have the same median projection, pretty yeah, much. In, in cash games, because the, the range of outcomes is smaller. DFS 101, mate. It's like this team was like mega – this team that Sammy and I played, well, actually, like it yeah, was I like mean, mega I, duped in high stakes because it was the obvious team. Yeah. I know. I just I, – I don't feel bad about the fourth wide receiver choice. I feel bad about the fact that I didn't go Kirk over Watkins. I mean, I don't even think that was bad. Like, I, I mean, obviously, I would not have done it. I preferred Kirk, but I don't no, think the, that your choice to play, like, the that's what Watkins, you're talking about Watkins right there is, is flipping a, third, a coin. Watkins is a third target on a team compared to Kirk being the top guy on the yeah. on Arizona of a game that I love. There was, but he no wasn't. Reason. Kirk was like, Kirk was like, uh, just a total like he got five targets last week and he was playing he on had, the outside. Yeah, he's a twenty-three percent target share guy. Of, yeah, they they threw twenty-four times last week, man. Like Kirk had 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 like I think eleven or more targets in three of five games coming into this. I'm trying to make I'm trying to make game. Nate feel better right now. No, 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 no. You the shouldn't mistake, you shouldn't do that because he can see through you. Like yeah, the he can see through Kirk. this play. The mistake was playing Watkins, a third target on his team over Kirk, who is a clear number one of the Arizona offense. Like it's a that's a dumb mistake. I've, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Well, just from like a structural perspective, if you play like a thousand slates, like you just, I don't know, like the running back is just the right move. Okay. If you have a, if I am able to jam in Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, uh, Christian Kirk and Devonte Adams in my lineup, I will like, I'll just take those shots at those guys who are just such a high range or high probability at, at hitting their upper range of outcomes 10 out of 10 times versus these cheap running backs that were like hoping get 15, like these David Montgomery. Well, I mean, if I, if if we really want to start picking nits, I mean, David Montgomery is just this fat loser. Like he just is so bad. It's and, and, I mean, when I started looking at this, like, I'm sure I texted you guys on Tuesday, like, oh, David Montgomery is going to be the chalk. That's going to be fun paying that. I'm pretty sure I said on the Swolecast that I was going to just completely nuke him from my 150. Do you know what I actually did? I just locked him. I just 150 locked of 150. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just played him. So squalor, bro. Because, and you know what, though? Because all my stacks were Mahomes and Naked Lamar. I actually, I actually made money Dude, because. Montgomery, I, I I hate to say this. Montgomery was a good play. Yeah, he, he was. My was top, he was, he was my but top of those running backs. So like, this is a this is a great example of of what Nate. Um, this is like a, a, an example of why you would not all like why you would opt for the wide receiver sometimes if the median projections are close, which is that uh, these fat horrible running backs can just sometimes get six points because they have these games where they don't score touchdown, they don't get any targets, and the team just doesn't even score any points. And 
yeah, I mean, that's going to happen, I think, a lot more often with David Montgomery than Damian Williams when he's starting for the Chiefs. But uh, I don't, like, dude, how is David Montgomery so bad? It's like someone, please, just, <laughs> he's so bad. Dude, my, my family is so sick <laughs> they and are poor so sick. because of David Montgomery. <laughs> he has literally killed my family. <laughs> He just like I so that game was on red zone a fair amount because it was pretty competitive, and he just can't move, dude. Like he gets the ball and it's just straight into like whatever lineman is close to him. And if the lineman is able to create like three yards of space, he's able to get those three yards. And then if they don't, he just he just falls down. <laughs> Nate Nate is ready to gouge his own eyeballs out with these film takes from this. It's not this is not even a film take. This is just me casually as a fan watching the game and like not understanding how this is considered an NFL player. No, he is actually bad. That's, that's so we bad. didn't lose at running back. We didn't like I didn't lose at running back, guys. We lost because we faded a forty four percent forty burger. I mean well, Kirk. Like I sorry, first of all, we, I, I need to be clear, I did not lose anything. I had a fine day. Second of all, I mean, I, I lost my self-respect, so there's that. Yeah, I what I what I actually lost was like my brand because I locked a player into 150 who I think is horrible and bad, and I paid for that mistake. And you know what? Here, the 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 mistake was a process mistake. Even further than that, though, it was thinking like, oh, Matt Stafford is out. The Bears are just going to steamroll. But guess what? The Bears aren't steamrolling anyone ever because Mitch Trubisky is the woat. Like he is. Like, there's no difference between Jeff Driscoll and and Mitch Trubisky, and no one can tell me any different. But a running back with a bad quarterback can still work if the running back doesn't suck, and that's the thing that we didn't factor with. Yeah, we just did. We didn't account. Yeah, I mean, it's not like playing Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson can only be good if, like, Trubisky can tank Allen Robinson, but. David Montgomery tanked himself. It had nothing to do with Trubisky sucking. It was it was Not a multi way tank. It was like a five way. There were a lot of factors influencing. There were so the suck many opportunities there. for him to work out. There were so yeah. many opportunities. I mean, Tariq Cohen scored from the nine yard line. Oh, Trubisky threw three touchdowns, and yeah. and and Montgomery got zero. And at one point, they were up fourteen and got the ball, and they went pass, 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 three and out. And I was just like, oh, I'm I'm dead. Like they they know Montgomery's bad, actually. Do you guys know who was the second in the week on uh, overall expected DraftKings production? Damian Tyreek Hill? No, Nick Chubb. He, he probably would have given a good play. I should have locked him in. You know, what's, you know what's crazy is Chubb had that good game and, and Cremon had 14 PPR points. Well, yeah, Chubb had the 20 carries plus the four targets. What I'm saying is that it's crazy is that there were all of those PPR points available in a backfield. Just be, well, uh, that game was so random. Like he, that game he must was have had horrible. like ten rushes on the five yard line or something. His touchdown. Oh, you didn't get to you didn't massive. get to watch the the mastery that was the goal. Did to I go watch the Browns? Browns? Offense? No, thank you. I was Dude, sitting here tilting my face off over David Montgomery. I don't have time to watch that. When they put that game on the red zone channel and the Browns are going into a goal to go situation, it is like it is like art. It is it is it is just performance art because you just cannot imagine a team being worse at trying to score in the in the red zone than they are they just give chubb these horrible pitch plays where it's just like all right here's you here's six defenders you find a way to get through there and uh you know it never works so sammy kitchen sammy do you want to talk about what we did right today nah dude i i feel like i did nothing right like I mean, we crushed quarterback. He of and he was of course. We we played we played Lamar because Lamar because Lamar's, Lamar's a goat. But and, but you know, it would have been way more goat is if Lamar hadn't gotten taken out for the entire fourth quarter and just gotten like one more point. Yeah, like maybe if like um like Cincinnati had like showed any spiner effort. Do you do you want to know what they did instead of showing any spiner effort? They, they just gave sixes. They just gave Joe Mixon thirty carries in this game and just gave up. They didn't even try and score points in the second half. Lit, lit for our uh, super flex league, Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's uh, by the way that that pick six. So Lamar Jackson did not have a possession of the ball from 13 minutes and 34 seconds left in the second quarter until the start of the third quarter. So he scored 33 fantasy points, if my math is right, in five possessions and one of those possessions was the 34 seconds they had at the end of the first first half yeah. so 
Yeah, that's it's a little bit of tilt because Lamar Jackson is just a goat, and I mean he, he got thirty three with neither bonus. I mean, dude, that run he had was just straight sorcery, sorcery. And uh, I don't know, like I almost played Drew Brees in cash. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> I mean, this is literally a day. Somebody, somebody uh, tweeted this. Um, Chris Vaccaro on this day, Cooper Cup had zero catches. Aaron Rodgers had zero TD passes. Drew Brees had zero TD passes at home versus Atlanta. Saquon Barkley had one rushing yard. Like, today was just a a wild day. You know, New Orleans and uh, Indianapolis lost. I mean, just just crazy stuff was happening. Man, I'm pissed off. Does that mean that I'm? Does it mean that I'm bad because I won on a day where where wild stuff happened? Probably. Probably. Davis, you're bad. You didn't play Christian Kirk. No, I, mean, I don't know Kirk, how we all don't. Let's just, get, just did, let's get the Christian Kirk stuff out of the way. Christian Kirk was a very good play. Yeah, he was in my lineup all week, and then the Damian thing happened, and the lineup was so obvious you would have had to have been bad not to play it, I think. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, because we can talk about our lineup to Davis. Obviously, we played Lamar, and then we went Ronald Jones, Montgomery, and Damian Williams at running back, and then we just smashed Alpha's – yeah, we played our, all the good wide receivers. Yeah, we played Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, and Devontae Adams. And uh, Chris Godwin actually might be a beta, though, is the thing. I, yeah, I it turns out, turns out Mike Evans is just higher on that food chain. Yeah, so I mean, that, today, that hurt. No, I mean, today it was more Godwin. Godwin got 12 of the targets, and I think Evans only got six. Godwin had a, he had a lot of points called back by penalty. He had at least, he had at least no, three. Oh, God. Per- Godwin, Perryman, Godwin Perryman work, had, dude. like, yeah, it was bad. Oh, when Perriman like got him on that whole dude, I am yeah, totally on, on big thought. Yeah, it was bad. Every every situation where I could have got two more, one more or two more points, like this is just so bad. So yeah, bad. Godwin got twelve targets for. Yeah, I mean he he had all the work. He so, he led the team in Whopper and everything. Hold on, Nate. I will, will tell the people about the bet you and I made this morning. Uh, I went Winston over Mahomes. Because Mahomes was two hundred dollars more, and I just thought that that was absurd that you were wanting to play Mahomes. And and while you are right, you all the things you said about the team total and the volume and the bloop, like you don't you don't ever just think like why would I play this guy when this other guy is just so clearly better. You're just like Mahomes is really good and Winston's really bad. <laughs> yeah, like you you never like I'm seriously asking you. You never just think of like this guy's baseline is he's literally a yard and a half better per attempt. You never think that. I mean, in this game, there were so many plays that were projected. There was like – No, I agree with all I, of this. I, I literally think Jameis getting one passing touchdown here is yeah, like – bottom 10%. Bottom, yeah, so I'm not going to sweat. Like, I went Winston – I went Winston, Jones, and Evans in cash, and I think like to only get like one combined touchdown out of those guys is insane. Like, the, I was expecting like, okay, even if Evans doesn't get two TDs here – like Godwin does, but I'll just Godwin, yeah. through Winston for Winston to only get one touchdown. Like Nate, I would I would like you to do a historical study on Jameis Winston's expected touchdowns versus touchdowns, and I guarantee you that if you look at him over his career, he's running so far below. Yeah. Oh, this is a hundred. I would bet. I would bet anything. Yeah. Because he is Jameis Winston, there is something about Jameis Winston that he just does well. Think. If I could point out to you that thing, it's uh, it's that he's not very good. That's Actually, it. he just throws a bunch of interceptions and douches it on fourth down. And he's, he's very good at create. He's very good at creating positive plays, but the style of football that he plays is extremely high variance. And that's exactly what you should be playing in football. The idea of not throwing interceptions to you know go for it on a third down. Like Jameis actually plays optimal football. And I don't even do- disagree with you, but you whoa, know who whoa, just whoa, does whoa, optimal whoa, things whoa. all the time. He just said Jameis Winston plays optimal football. Yes, and you say, he does. Yeah, I agree. Can we hold on a minute here? That's that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. So I think of I think of passing the football and as as a give and take between three options, and it's taking sacks, throwing interceptions, and throwing the ball away. And the thing that I would like my quarterback to do the least is take sacks. The second thing that I would like my quarterback to do the least would be to just throw the ball away, like Aaron Rodgers. And the thing I would like my quarterback to do the most is try to make plays that sometimes end in interceptions. And well, the issue that Jameis has is he never throws the ball away, 
but he he does the the he does the interceptions and he still does take sacks at a pretty brutal clip. So you know what, I mean, what can you do with that? Yeah, I, I would say Jameis Winston is actually a lot more efficient as a passer than most people realize. A lot of people have like these egregious fumbles or interceptions in their head, and they think of those as like. I mean, um, he does he does throw some of the worst interceptions you'll ever see. So like you you can't discount that. I like he thro- he throws interceptions in situations where there would be no requirement for an interception to be thrown. I understand that. I'm just saying. I think more more people don't understand that an interception is sometimes a more optimal way to play than some of these guys who dink and dunk and don't ever put. Well, this- yeah. I mean, people know that now because Rodgers is just a cuck. Like he just he just refuses to he just refuses to put the ball in tight windows. But anyway, no. I mean, I want to I want to get this to a, a relevant like a relevant five percent above expected like completion percentage. He's actually like an accurate passer. He just throws the ball deep downfield every time and takes shots. You know who is actually always accurate and always above expectation, though? Patrick Mahomes. Is Patrick Mahomes. And, and by the way, I'm, I'm not even saying that your projection is wrong because Jameis was projected for more points on Daily Roto than Mahomes was. I just, like, I, I think for me, that $200, I just I would never play Jameis. I would always play Mahomes. Yeah. I think you'd be shocked at the um... – at the advanced metrics on Mahomes' actual like completion percentage over expected compared to compared to Jameis. Like Jameis is actually like Dude, I like Jameis. Jameis was like my quarterback four in like preseason. Like you're you're not you're not talking to someone who doesn't the Sammy does not like Jameis. I actually do. It's just Mahomes is the best. Jameis from a fantasy perspective, just like because he gets a lot of volume and yeah, he throws the ball down the field. Like those those things are generally good. Um I'm not disagreeing, but saying he like plays quarterback optimally is like a break with reality. Well, Jameis in 2018 had a 4.7 percent completion percentage over expected, where Mahomes had a 1.7 percent. Like he's, I mean, we have a large sample of Jameis being like an above average at the depth of target that he throws, and he has two of the best receivers for that in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So like, and in a slate like this, I don't know. I'm going to play Jameis here a thousand times. Do you never consider playing Lamar or Mahomes? I consider Lamar. I have a lot of Lamar in GPP. But in cash, it was like, this was his floor game. Like, this was his floor. I'm not, I'm not even, bro, I'm, this is, I'm not, I know you're very defensive because you didn't make money today, but I'm literally just asking you, bro. <laughs> oh, jeez. Is it th- therapist Davis coming out throwing like yeah. under no, underhanded? No, I had, had a lot of Lamar in GCP for sure. I just thought um, having as much exposure to this Tampa Bay passing offense is how I thought it was optimal to build the slate. Tried to do that and it didn't work. All right, so these uh these wide receivers we played. Michael Thomas was like obviously. There's just if you didn't if you if you're listening to this and you didn't play Michael Thomas, my DraftKings name is Davis Matic. I will accept invites from you all the way up until lock on Sunday morning. Many of you sent them this last week. I appreciate that, of course. Um, he he scored more than Christian McCaffrey. He was the best play of the slate. Like there's just nothing to say. And it was so obvious. And I knew mm-hmm. he'd be seventy percent owned instead of a hundred. And I just didn't people- care. Those people paid the rake, although some of them like did play Kirk and got bailed out. But if you're one of those people, you're bad and you should feel bad. That's all I have to say. So this is what we did that this was the the potential swap that we could have had. I went back and I scrolled up through our text and this is what we could have done. So instead of Godwin, we could have played Christian Kirk. We could have played um, Travis Kelsey at tight end instead of what we did. And there was like, well, there was like one other downgrade. You would never, you would never have played. You would never have paid up. For I, I never would have. I looked at it. it. It was like, it was not even close to the top. The, a team, thousand I'm optimals. the team I was surprised you didn't end on was, was the stupid Kamara team. No, the Lamar, David Montgomery, Ronald Jones, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, Rhett Ellison, Devonte Adams, and Browns. Like I'm surprised you didn't play. You're surprised I didn't play four wide receivers? And I, say, I, are you joking? No. It, it, do you it's understand it's, that if Davis plays four like, wide receivers? Like, literally, I couldn't even do this loses, podcast. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't do the podcast. <laughs> Nate would host, host the podcast. 
Because if you I, would have swapped and had Bears over or the Browns over Bears and then moved, you could have had Kirk over Damian, and that would have been a better play going in. I would have I would have played Damian over Kirk zero percent of the time. It's just not something I'd ever do. You did play Damian over Kirk. It, that I mean, that's what I'm saying. I never would have played Kirk over Damian. He means, he means the other way. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I just I would yeah. always play. I like and and I didn't even. I didn't even know this because there was so much like I was rerunning GPP stuff, but the lineup that Sammy and I played was the top daily roto optimal. Well, I think Sammy's was like number three, but I think, it was yeah. like right there. I would take Brown's Kirk over Damian Bears 10 times out of 10. That's not what it was. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have even needed – I don't even – I think my lineup even had the money. I just – if they were the same price in this slate, even after watching what I just watched, after knowing that Damian just got 24 touches and Kirk got 10 targets, I take Damian 10 times out of 10. It was that third Kirk touchdown that, that really that – that, really that was the, the one that set the you into the tailspin? <laughs> that was it, bro. It was just like – I mean, Kirk was a very good play, but when he, like, runs off for 40 and he's the slate breaker and he's 44% owned in cash and you don't have him, I mean, it's it's a wonder that I just, like, didn't lose heaps. It's cra- – like, I don't know it's, how I it's, didn't It's amazing. The last time this happened, it was the Will Fuller week, and that was the that was the beginning of, like, the Davis Maddock is big-time depressed on the Gilcast downswing. Oh, yeah. So, so we have, we have of, of the six opportunities in our lineups to have been on the slate breaking plays this year, we have been on zero of them. We are, we are 0 for 6 on playing the slate breaker. No, no, we just, we just remember the times we didn't play it and just gloss over the times we did and say, oh, yeah, it was obvious, you know. Did, I mean, I don't think, I don't think any of us have been CMC on. Last would have been. I mean, he put up forty. But he was. I don't think you can. I don't think you no, can count like it for 30, them. He was like thirty percent owned or yeah, twenty eight. Like people didn't play him last week. You can't count it when it's the most expensive guy. I don't think. Yeah. I'm at least I am a whatever. Um, do we want to? Do we want to talk about these? Like, well, I guess we should talk a little bit about Devonte because, like, that was something that I had mentioned to you Saturday night, Sammy. I was like. Dude, what? He should be the same price as Mike Evans. Like he's gonna go. He's just gonna go out there and get a hundred yards and six catches or whatever. Like I don't like. Even though it didn't end up into my build until late, like that was like he should have been a more prominent play before the Damian stuff. Yeah, he was as the week as the week went on, and especially as we were talking, it was just like, dude, Devonte is he's a true number one receiver, and he's. I mean, Carolina's like not a scary matchup. And, you know, he got 11 targets last week in his first game back. Dude, he smashes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, frankly, he should have smashed real hard. Like, I was tilted out. He had an 80-yard touchdown that, that Aaron Rodgers missed him on. Just wide open deep. And Aaron Rodgers cucked the throw, and, and it didn't connect. <sighs> oh, he's been doing a lot of that recently. I mean, dude, he makes that throw like I'm rich. It's just so, so tilting. So, Devontae's, even – Devontae's floor in this game was, was so high. I mean, he was yeah. like – second in like any any floor projection I had he was like second behind like Thomas and this is and this is why I didn't play Kirk it wasn't like I didn't like Kirk and I had a lot of them in GPP it was just like oh I can play Devonte, Chris Godwin and Michael Thomas and still have three running backs that I think are pretty strong and have Lamar Jackson like this lineup's lit the more I'm looking at these wide receiver projections Davis the more I'm like I I think you should start thinking about four Literally, Michael Thomas, Devonta Adams, Chris Godwins, Mike Evans are all in this 8K to 6'9 range and all have a massive floor here. And these, like, running backs that are in 7K are guys like Nick Chubb and Marlon Mack that people are playing. Uh, Brody, I, I didn't consider one of those 7K running backs for a millisecond this week. Well, I'm just saying, running backs are getting priced way up. You literally, people are talking about playing Jalen Samuels. No, I get, the DraftKings you pricing. You Jalen Samuels. I did, yeah. So like, DraftKings, my, my Jalen, my Jalen lineup had Christian Kirk, so I would be um, 
not talking to you broke bitches if I played that lineup. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. DraftKings, and this is something that we've all known and should, like, we're stupid, but DraftKings pricing is, like, mega efficient, and it's really not that way on FanDuel. Like, on FanDuel, you just, you're just not having to talk yourself into these mega thin plays. Like, you can just be like, ooh, I'll play a little Michael Thomas. I'll play a little bit of Ronald Jones. I'll got DJ Moore for, like, the absolute stone oh, minimum. Yeah, dude, I, I play DJ Moore and Travis Kelsey on FanDuel cash. Yeah, it's like, just I like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, you just get them in. It's not even hard. Yeah. And... But the the see we've really made a real tactical error on this show is we've we we have to play DraftKings cash games, like yeah I, I, would, I would love to be talking about my Fanduel cash team I I smoked it bro do, okay here we go everyone here's Sammy's Fanduel corner you get you this is your three minutes every week to explain your I I play the hundred dollar single entry GBP on Fanduel that's I the only thing I play there Fanduel.com. I couldn't even tell you my password I I. I no, I, I, I haven't played there in a year. I mean, their freaking scoring sucks. No bonuses, no full PPR. No well, full PPR. Off, so, Nate, bonuses are actually really bad. Yeah, bonuses are really stupid. Yeah, it's 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 actually a pretty. Egregious. I used to be I used to be one of those fish like six years ago that was like actually no the bonuses are good and then when you think about it it's basically just like adding random number generation into DFS. Yeah, that's right. These arbitrary endpoints where it's like, oh, you get three more points for <laughs> one more yard. Yeah, like how many times have you been tilted with a quarterback like getting? Or nine 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 yeah, nine like, games. Oh, yeah. the, the, the Andrews ninety nine yard game. <laughs> Do why would you even bring that up? We're like having a nice cordial time at this show. We got it. Are you drinking whiskey out of a bottle here? (laughs) What are you drinking, Sammy? Oh, a a giant jug of Martinelli's apple. It looked like whiskey out of a bottle. I I wish it was whiskey, dude. I I need a fat, like, I need a fifth of bullet rye right now. I'm just a little parched. Martinelli's is delightful. Jeez, this has been, this is a brutal week. That was so rude, man. You know how hard I've been trying to get over that Mark Andrews game? No, you you didn't get over the one where he dropped the touchdown. That was no, different- okay. Now ask me how I feel about Mark Andrews being on the Millionaire Maker winning team uh, using his hands today. How do I how do I feel? I don't feel great about it. I don't feel I don't feel very good about it. I think that I think that he's an asshole. <laughs> Look, we found a way to get Davis tilted. You're welcome, everybody. Ugh. You're welcome. Thank you, Sammy. I needed yeah. that. I just need to compose myself. I'm here. So, do we want to talk about these stone, horrible tight ends we played? No. What's there to talk about? I mean, I just, like, it just cannot have been good that we did that. There had to have been a better, more, like, Jack Doyle, just, we should have just played him. Dude, there was no tight end. Like Doyle is just he's just easy money in the bank, dude. He just is good at fa- I I know he's terrible a real life player, but he just he just gets it done when TY Hilton doesn't play. Like he's just he just is good at dude, that. Last last week he got four targets and he got a touchdown in the luck box for us. And then this week he got four targets and luck box for the people that played him. With this touchdown. is what this is it's science, dude. He just that's just what he does. He just he just farts around and and luck boxes. There was like three tight ends with a target projection above six, and that was it. There was like, it was like there was nobody play. Tight end was a terrible position. Yeah, you know what I like, Davis. I like I like tight ends that split time with other tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tight end. That's what bro. I'm let saying. me let me tell you this. Someone named Caden Smith was in there at the end of the game for the New York Giants, not Red Ellison. I watched it happen. Well, I mean that. Well, they were that, running that like four wide. But yeah, they weren't. They running like four wide receivers the whole game at the end. Here's here's the thing, dude. Red Ellison, and and just like whatever. That's who I played. I didn't think it was a good play. I literally probably argued with Drew Dinkmeyer about Red Ellison's projection. I want like at least for three hours this week. Just like I went through. Dude, I literally went through every game of his career in his game logs on Pro Football Reference, and I just like tried to count all the ones where he like would have like theoretically ran more than ten pass routes or whatever. And in his career, he has only had four or more receptions five times. And I played this guy in cash. 
I only had him projected for 2.77 receptions that I played him in cash. He was 2.5. And Davis knew he was making money today. Oh, when, I mean, when, was... when, when Red had that, the catch and run, like the, yeah. like he had like a 30 yard catch and run and it was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And but... you know, I mean, I, I wish I'd played Ellison cause he didn't lose a fumble like Isaki did. Well, so you Gusecki has upside cause he doesn't, he's not, I mean, Gusecki had at least upside where if he had the ball in his hands, he could run. Red Ellison was just, there was no upside in that play whatsoever. Well, no, he his his fat corpse could have rolled over into the end zone twice, the same as Darius Slayton's, right? I mean, Darius I mean, Slayton got a ton of work, dude. Don't I mean Slayton was literally like, yeah, I played this I played this really bad guy in DFS who played Robbie Anderson, but he also happened to play Darius Slayton against me in a one hundred and nine, so that was dude. pretty tough. Slayton legit had fifteen targets. Can you imagine if this guy who played me for one k? who played Devin Singletary also would have played Darius Slayton. You know, can you imagine how tilted I would have been? Way better show, honestly. I got in the good Matic, not the smart Matic. How is Tyreek Hill just, I mean, a lot. Tyreek had nine. So, so targets. here's the thing. He, he's getting like, like uh, Michael Thomas targets now. Like those, those like little six yard slants that he never used to get that they used to give to um, Kelsey. Those all, those all go to him now. Tyreek yeah, the thing about Tyreek Hill is he's an actual legitimate alpha. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's like two people in the NFL right now, maybe three, where like they look different than everybody else on the field. They just look like they're, they're a 99 Madden player and everybody else is like a 60. And that's Lamar Jackson and Tyreek Hill. I mean, Tyreek had 237 air yards. With his talent level, if he continues to get anything close to that, I mean, he's literally a lock button every week. How much was he they... this week? 77? Yeah. Should have played him, bro. I oh, yeah. played him. I, I, had a, I had a pretty good team in the $50 single entry GPP that was, of course, drugged down by uh, David Montgomery. But that had, it had Tyreek on it. Yeah, I didn't what even gonna... consider him in cash. Yeah. He's just one of those guys. Like, you know, you have in your mind, you have your, like, okay, these are cash guys. These are GPP guys. Like, have you – I don't think I've ever right. once played Tyreek in cash. No, you just think of him as, like, super Deshaun Jackson, but he's not. He's actually, like, super good. Yeah, he is. He is pretty good. Um, I don't know. Do you want to – do Sammy, do you have any thought process on why Gasicki versus Ellison? Because we had the exact same 2v2, and I went the other way. Yeah, I, I played uh, – Gusecki and the Browns over Ellison and the and the Bears and you know I just thought Gusecki I, I assumed they'd be down a lot um, Miami and I was wrong about that and I just thought the guy like I don't know what Silva said but like since they're by he's like number three in air yards I think amongst amongst tight ends he, he, oh we, we yeah we we joked about this on the Soulcast once Silva starts doing the asterisks yep. when he's talking about a player you're like oh that's when it's serious like the yeah I saw, I saw the Silva asterisks and I'm just like I just thought he had more upside you know I knew the downside was I, I completely targets. agreed that I thought he had like I thought he could have I thought he could have scored two touchdowns yeah I mean he he had he had the opportunity but then he fumbled lost two points I could have used those points those points would have been good so I, I wasn't. I didn't know about his uh his his lack of ball control, which bad uh, bad scouting by me. I think this this slate next week, guys. Let me tell you, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do a podcast. <laughs> I looked at it. <laughs> Michael Thomas is ninety nine hundred. Dang it! It's a tough Christian, Christian McCaffrey is ten point five again. Who do you think he plays, Nate? What well, what would be a team that you would say okay I'll, I'll I'll play him I think I think he's optimal for that much. I mean at ten point what did you say ten point one same salary as this week. Then you'd have to be like Arizona or Atlanta, home Atlanta. to Atlanta, home to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Lamar and Deshaun Watson are playing each other. Yeah, Lamar is like seven. Mars 7,700. Dude, I mean, how is it possible that everybody is getting more expensive and nobody is getting less expensive? What's because... Jameis? What's Jameis? Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just ask me, like, what's Ryan Finley? 
Um, Nate's a glutton for punishment. Fast forward to next week when Jameis throws 58 times and only gets one <laughs> touchdown. Nate's just like, and Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones gets three goal line touchdowns. No, Daro, Dare Ogumbawale gets three goal line touchdowns. Oh, oh how great was it when uh, Peyton Barber cucked Ronald Jones? Here's the thing. That was great. No, we we awesome. we can't. No, nothing related to Ronald Jones can be tilting today. He yeah, hit his tenth. He, he hit his ninetieth percentile. Dude. No, forget that, bro. He could have been the slate breaker. He could have been the one. <laughs> he led the team in receiving, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> he had he had never in his professional or collegiate career had more than three receptions in a game, and he had seven. Like, what do you want to do? You can't. We can't tilt Ronald Jones. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I'm just tilting every play that could have got me like one, one and a half more points. Dude, Kamara might be the play. I mean, he's down at seven point four going up. Oh, yeah, that's a lock. Yeah. And if he's getting more workload next, I, Kamara might be the play. Here's the thing: we we need um, you know, we need we need Devonta Freeman to sit so we can play. Oh, Brian Hill's priced up, so never mind. I thought he'd be cheap. Oh. I don't know. We're we're gonna need someone to be out because this just this ain't gonna fly. Every running back is priced way up. Singletary, Freeman. I mean, this is gross. This is this is a. T- I don't even see a tight end play really. Even the backups. I mean, literally Pollard and Madison are both five k. Uh, J D McKissick is at forty six hundred. I think McKissick he might, might he, be a lock. <laughs> yeah, he might be a lock. Oh my is, god, uh, this is, is this Kareem is really Hunt? bad. What is Kareem Hunt? I don't even, I didn't see Because He got most. like ten targets this week. Yeah, they're not on the slate. I guess there's uh Oh, we can just play the Miami defense though, save money against uh against Josh Allen, since Miami's good now. Guys, Whatever. I don't know. We might have to cancel the show for a week. I feel like we've ruined this week's show. Like, we should have just spent 45 minutes talking about how Nate played four wide receivers in cash. And, and then how he took – We actually should have just said, Nate, it's very mentally weak of you that you chose to play Sammy Watkins over Christian Kirk, and then just, that should have just been the whole show. <laughs> it sounds like something that, like, a mentally weak, like someone who, like, built their lineups by hand, like, on their phone. It sounds like that's, like, something that someone would do who's, like, mentally weak. <laughs> I deserve this. This is an all-time You literally called bro. Sammy and I mentally weak for building our lineups by hand. <laughs> I was tilted. I don't know. I don't remember why I was tilted. I won last week. You were tilted because we, Sammy and I were both like, well, the reason we played Godwin over Evans was because every other week, bro. And then we oh, told yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and then That's we told you that we thought you did the same thing. No, and I said, I'm not a mental. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Just seems mentally weak to me, bro. <laughs> Can we move on? This you you know who's game. mentally weak? Sammy Watkins. Very mentally weak. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all needed this. We all needed we all needed a laugh. Yeah. I think that I was important. Yeah, I, I I honestly don't feel any better. I thought I thought making fun of Nate for his terrible Nemo knowing decisions would be just cathartic for me, and I still feel bad. You know what's funny? One and a half more points on DraftKings.com is Nemo Noling. You probably said that for the first time like five years ago. The show must be way more popular now than it used to be because people are actually saying that on Twitter now. I'm sorry, Nate. (laughs) Sorry about this. It's all right. Look, neither of you get it. Really care what people think about on Twitter because people legitimately think I play like I don't know who people think I play like. Somebody was tweeting me that I was playing Adrian Peterson today or this week. I think they got you and Sammy confused, to be honest. I think it must be because I, I don't need sometimes people tweet at me and I was like, what did I don't even know what you're referencing? Neither of you guys get it even 3% as bad as I get it. So I don't feel bad about anything that happens to either one of your names on Twitter. Sammy, you literally got yeah, somebody but then, but then who sent you a 1K who 
didn't break 100 points. So I don't really ever want to hear you complaining again. Hey, look, dude, this is the tax I pay. The, the, like, the tax that I pay for getting these games is like making fun of people on the internet and having them make fun of me back. Tough scene. I'm very sad that my fish quit. It changed the, my sweat today. Especially because I knew, like, as soon as that guy flipped his lineup over that I was going to beat him, I was just like, well, I don't know. It was I didn't tilt about anything all day, really. Other, well, the Adams thing. I did tilt the Adams thing. But it was yeah. weird to, like, not be tilting. Yeah, how nice is that? I was I was tilting all day today. I think We Mike had the same today. lineup. I, don't, I just don't understand how you were so mad all day. Yeah, I, I didn't don't, have the well, same lineup. You were, I, like, two. it was a 2v2, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a couple points, but I mean, here's the thing. Like, I also, uh, I, I had some things go wrong in seasonal. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, dude, no. Well, do we want to talk about it? We can talk no. about it. No, no. I don't, I, no, I'm not going to talk about my seasonal teams on the Yoko Cast. Not going to happen. Yeah, dude, that's what. That's like the only reason I wanted to do this show is so I could occasionally, <laughs> like, once a week, be like, "Hey, this thing happened to my seasonal team. I'm really salty about it." <laughs> No, no, I'm good. I won't do that to anybody. Well, folks, that's what you get. When I win and these two busters are not able to uh, to get into a positive ROI, this is what you get. We end the show early. There's a lot less Bad laughter. Podcast. You guys just are you guys are just shitty at taking L's compared to me. Like at least when I lose, I'm funny. I mean, I don't I don't know what to say, dude. I, I need a, I need another point and a half. That's it. You need another point and a half to be funny? Nate, I need yeah. you to work on this. Either win or be funny. Those are your options. Well, it's only like my second losing week this year. Oh, my so. God, dude. I just can't with you. <laughs> when, Nate, when Nate loses, he just starts talking about, like, the baseline expectation for James <laughs> Winston. <laughs> Nate... right into the spreadsheet. <laughs> When Nate loses a week, he just reminds you of all the other weeks where he won so that you know he, that he won. <laughs> he won. I'll send over my seasonal ROI to you, dude. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone who's um, listening to the show, definitely uh, send Nate a tweet, and he'll just upload his spreadsheet for you, I'm sure. <laughs> So, so that's gonna do it, because uh, I can't I can't deal with uh, with this from Nate Nolan anymore. So that's gonna do it for us here at the Gilcast. We will be back next week. No, we won't.